Hello there. So I had, I will call it a revelation. And I just wanted to share it with you all. And I'm going to start off by reading a passage from Mark chapter 1. And this passage is just simply about Jesus healing a man with leprosy. A very simple standard miracle um, that occurs. But there's just something inside of this passage that really kind of stood out to me and really spoke to me and really changed me, honestly. So I'll go ahead and read this um, just a just a few verses. I'm going to be reading Mark chapter one, verses 40 through um, 45. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees. If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. He reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning. See that you don't tell this to anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere. All right, that's the passage. Now, I was reading this and there was a prompt that made me kind of look into this passage a little further, which is when Jesus told the leper to... Um, Go show the priests and offer sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing. Um, And also just the simple fact that, you know, Jesus asked this man to, um, you know, be quiet about this, this miracle. He wanted the priest to know. And he wanted just this man to follow the proper protocol for, I guess, you know, this kind of event. But instead, the man went out and, and, you know, told everyone what had happened. And everyone was, the town was talking. He spilled the tea and it was just a whole thing, right? And the piece that I looked into, which was this command to go and do uh, what Moses commanded for your cleansing, okay? Um, And when I looked it up, when I looked into it, it really was just simply, you know, you kind of shave all um, you shave your whole body and you cleanse yourself and you separate yourself for about seven days um, as this whole process of a, a cleansing and I guess um, a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice um, for the cleansing. And so. Something that also kind of resonated with me here is that Jesus wanted the priest to confirm what had happened so that it wouldn't be made a spectacle. In this moment, Jesus just wanted the miracle 
to be related to the faith, not to the man, to the physical person of who Jesus was. And I think that that simple piece here stands out to me because the miracle, the true miracle is not the tangible physical things that we receive. It's our faith. It's the teaching of Jesus because that teaching and that faith is what is the power, right? In this space, Jesus wanted you to know that he's working through a higher power, right? He's this conduit, but he's giving you the game, right? Through the word, through the lessons. And he wanted that to stand out. He didn't want this spectacle of a miracle to stand out. He wanted he wanted the faith to be the 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 shining bright star here. That humility of even the savior, the Christ in this moment, in this passage just made me really feel compelled to rethink everything. You know, sometimes we think about the miracles that happen in our lives, which is man, but God, there go I, right? The idea that if it wasn't for God, you know, we wouldn't have what we have. I mean, the grace of God covers so many things. And in my life specifically, I can think of many things where I really could have been jacked up. I really could have been in a different position. And even though I can say from where I came from, oh, I'm a homeowner, you know, I'm taking care of my children pretty well. And, you know, I own things outright and I have this dope career, you know, these physical, tangible things in my life that you can look at. But the real miracle is the grace that's covering me, because if it wasn't for God, I could be locked up right now. Baby, I could be jacked up over some of the decisions I have made in a way worse way. Like I can really say I got out unscathed, you know. And so the real miracle is not the, you know, the tangible physical things, right? Like our life is way more than where you work, how much money you make, what kind of car do you drive. Our our life is the love that we have, the people that we get to share our lives with in a genuine, authentic way. The people that will support you and care for you. Do they exist? Do you have that? Do you have a real love that you can say, I have, I've experienced a real love, a deep connection with the people around me. You know, those are the, the real miracles here. And so again, the idea that Jesus wanted to truly be unseen here he wanted the faith he wanted the power of God to be the miracle and um sometime we put the physical things as oh you know a tree by the fruit it bears yes you do but ultimately when we when we leave this earth right we we don't take any of those things with us and our heart has to be weighed against you know that scale you know, the Egyptians say you put your heart on the scale and does it balance that with the feather? And that's all I care about. I don't care about the house I live in, the block, the neighborhood. I feel like those things will come and that's fine. And I'll be striving because 
God put that in me to strive and to just progress over time, to grow and to develop. Um, But ultimately, I want to grow and develop a faith and a love that is unmatched um, to infinity and beyond, so to speak, right? In the sense that, you know, the love that I put on my children, I want them to be able to say, my mom loved me deeply and I'm going to love on my family deeply. And that love is going to live forever because of you know a seed that I planted the faith that I'm teaching them you know to look inside yourself to think on noble good things so that they can manifest in your life to love on people even when it's hard and even when you make a mistake even when you fail to get up and still move forward because we're human we're erred creatures but you fail and you get up and you fail and you get up You never let the enemy keep his foot on your neck. Even when you want to take on that condemnation that I'm not good enough or or I deserve this because look at what I did. So what? You're covered by grace. Move forward. Keep it moving. You're allowed to evolve. You know, I'm a bio major. And so I've rectified my faith with my science. Right. Just like we believe in evolution. I'm very aware of entropy. And entropy is the devil. Entropy is things are going to fall apart just because of oxygen and carbon monoxide and dioxide in there. Like things are just going to fall apart if you don't keep pushing. Right. You take a house and you sit it on the prairie. It's going to fall apart if you don't keep improving it. If you don't paint, if you don't put some new nails up in them boards. Right. Entropy exists. The enemy exists. But so does evolution. I'm allowed to grow. I might fall apart, but I'm going to find it in me to rebuild, to grow. Okay? That is the miracle. The Is there no God in you? That's what, we, that's what I say to, to those that are feeling broken, depressed, and down. Is there no God in you? Yes, there's entropy all around. There's destruction, and there's chaos all around you. That's the world we live in. But there's, guess what? Good wins. The, the the technology that has occurred just even within the last 20 years. Look at what it's done to this place versus thousands of years of just very much simple growth. The world is evolving always. And it and it and the way the world works, it grows exponentially. That's how God works, right? And so we have to dig deep, find the exponent of life, which is the God inside of you and outside and all around to overcome evil, to sidestep entropy and chaos, right? To build. Even when things have gone awry, we build, we evolve. And so that is the miracle. Um, Yes, of course, Jesus is amazing. And he's this dope teacher and Messiah that existed in this period of time. But his teaching, which has lasted, which has been a powerful force in this earth. That is the miracle, right? Not 
cars, clothes, and shoes. Those are those are cool. But I want to make sure that I am focused on the true miracle. And I hope that you will be too. Thank you for listening.